this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hello, fellow castaways. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV competitions. We are talking a very emotional episode of ABC's news docu series castaways episode two man down we're going to be talking about a new group forming our first quitter of the season and the struggles of loneliness that some of the castaways are facing stick around you're tuned in to after buzz tv the espn of tv talk now let the buzz Hey, I love this song. Rihanna is. Rihanna's my girl. I'll admit, I'm, a bar- I'm embarrassed again. This is the second time I've been on a show where I don't know the song coming into it. How do you not know the song? But I love this song. This is great. This <laughs> is great. It also describes this episode, so. Oh, definitely, definitely. That's good to hear. Yeah. But once again, everybody, welcome back to After Buzz TV Competitions. Uh, I'm your host, Michael Patterson. I can't wait to talk about this episode with you guys, and I cannot wait to talk about it with my lovely panel to my left. Hey guys, I'm Katie Walski. What's up? I'm CJ Walker. Great, great. And uh, we're missing Tehran tonight, which is a little bit, un- or very unfortunate, but uh, hopefully we'll have him back next week. Uh, he seems to be getting some good opportunities tonight, which is always good, but let's just get right down on now into it. Uh, this episode, very emotional compared to the last one. Yeah. And... I want to know what you guys overall thought about this episode, Katie. Oh, my God. So much stuff happened. Um, the end really got me going, though, I got to say. Honestly, I am still against Robbie. I'm sorry, okay, but okay. we'll get Fair into enough. that later. We'll, but... we'll get into that. But... I'm going to make you love him. <laughs> no. By the end of the season, man, I, I think you will. I think, I so think you will. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll see. But, yeah, no, I, I really liked this episode. I, I was a little disappointed by the fact that we still didn't get everyone's backstory, but I really liked that we got to see sides of characters that we were teased a little bit that I had no idea Chris Shell had that kind of backstory. I mean, crazy kind of stuff. But we'll get right now and on into that. Uh, first, before we jump into our topics, uh, welcome everybody and everybody in the chat, uh, everybody watching uh, post on AfterBuzz TV competitions. Uh, I was like, well... <laughs> Uh, I've been looking at your guys' comments down below in the YouTube episodes. Uh, I like that kind of feedback, uh, talking to everyone, so I keep that up. I look forward to that. But 
we'll jump right now on into our first topic. Um, I want to take a look at the the new groups that we're forming. So we got to see the new group uh, uh, up the top with uh, Tim and Chriselle. Yes, Tim and Chriselle. What are your guys' gut reactions to this group right here? Me, I am against Chriselle. I don't like her because she seems like she seems like she has a really dominant personality and I also have kind of a dominant personality Mm -hmm. and I usually don't like people like that because there can only be one dominant person. Okay. <laughs> and also, she see, is she a feminist? Because it kind of seems. <laughs> well, I'm mean, not, would, not I saying know. a bad thing. I don't know if she's a feminist, <laughs> but I definitely would say that she likes to describe herself as an independent woman. I think, yeah, likes to do things on her own, not to mm-hmm. depend on men. Even though she does have like what seven older brothers or something like that, yes, crazy yes. amount. <laughs> yeah, I found that dichotomy very interesting because she was very vehement about that. That you know she's not this kind of woman who you know needs a man to take care of things for right. her. She and don't I need no man. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And that's what I'm all about. Yeah, you don't need no man. Well, and it showed very, very early on in this episode too because we got to see her. She seemed to be one of the people that was really thriving in the beginning, and in the first episode, it didn't really seem so much that she. It was, was she kind of, in the first episode. Yeah, they touched on. They, no, <laughs> seriously, they touched on. They touched on her very, very briefly, and so that's why I think this episode stood out to me the most because she was a character that I didn't really see too much from, and she really gave me a good, uh, a good. Um, First, or I guess second impression at this point. So, like, what, what, uh, CJ? What more do you not like about her? I mean, I was she, like, because I'm, I'm confused on this one. I can do see you the, like her. I can see the Robbie, the the dislike with Robbie, mm-hmm. but not so much with Chrishell. She, do you, how do you feel about it? I, I like her. I the the very the strong female character. I I always like seeing that, especially now in this in this climate with with this whole shift and you know female gender. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The rolls and... It seems like she was very strong, but not in a kind of obnoxious way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, she was a very put-up-or-shut-up kind of person, Mm -hmm. and I liked that, but... That's what I didn't like about her. Like, she seems so into herself, into her, and not into herself. She seems so, like, independent and so strong-willed that she wouldn't get along with anyone. Like, when she first met um, Tim, she hid all of her stuff. Mm -hmm. Why... Who does it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's worried. Uh, she's a woman, and as a woman, <laughs> you know, I gotta say that we're always sort of worried about getting taken mm-hmm. advantage of. And when you're on an island, and the first person you meet is a man, um, you're gonna hide your stuff. I don't know if I would hide <laughs> my stuff, uh-huh. but I think I would be a little bit more cautious, definitely. So then, do you think that she would have reacted differently if maybe she would have met up with a woman at first? Maybe, yeah, but she seems so independent that I don't even know if she would have wanted to stay with her. Yeah, because what what I find a little curious is that I, I can get the whole kind of thing with the, you know, she's a little bit hesitant because he's a man, but I feel like maybe he's a little bit less threatening because of his age. Right. I, I think that kind of helps Tim a little bit. But she kind of mentioned, too, uh, 
we got a little bit of look at um, a little bit of prejudice a little bit in the beginning mm-hmm. because she definitely sized up Tim and noticed the hat and his um, and his army pack and that kind of tipped her off to him as a person and I think that kind of made her more open to him if you know because what I mean because he was in the army well I think because she realized he wasn't a threat. Yeah, he was probably going to be respectable, and she knew he was going to be strong and probably, like, a team player. But why does she feel the need to have to size him up to get along with him or not? Well, I think when she brought up the whole stereotype thing, like, maybe, I don't know if you guys were thinking, how would you feel if you were this army vet, Mm -hmm. and you walk up and you see this girl, and she did say she was from Hawaii. And so you're probably thinking, okay, this chick knows how to surf, and maybe break coconuts. <laughs> well, it's true because that's what I thought about right. her at first because we didn't really get too much of her in that first episode that, you know, I didn't know. Being in the jungle, you think, you know, maybe she's got these kind of survival skills, but how much survival technique does she actually have? And I think this episode kind of proved that she that she really does. And, and with her backstory, too, I don't know about you guys, but I was floored. Blown away (laughs) to find out what her dad used to do, still does. He, like, ran away (laughs) from the cartel. Is that right? He ran away from the cartel or something? Well, the police, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he was in the cartel, and he ran... Maybe he was just a drug dealer. Yeah, he was moving stuff back and forth. I don't know, but I was like, what... That's, yeah, that, yeah. that's the part of the episode now where I'm just like, I need to know more now. Right, I want to know more about her background and was, more about her family. Can and we get her dad on the show, too? <laughs> like, I was like, we need to get an interview dads, with that guy. Both dads, Yeah, bro? and then that, too. It's, it's It was one of those situations where it was like it got one layer of craziness, and then it just kept piling on as it went on. And right. So, I mean, I, I want to know. Okay, because CJ, CJ you, you've got the controversial <laughs> opinion here. What, what is what is your overall opinion of Kinsey? Of no, of, of Chriselle now. Does <laughs> oh, the yeah, does no. the backstory <laughs> does the backstory play into your opinion of her? I don't at all? like her. Okay. I don't like her. <laughs> I think we know his his go to is Kenzie. He, I mean, he just <laughs> no, brought her up. Like, not, but he loves no. her. <laughs> if her dad was a drug dealer, how does she have the audacity to judge other people by their appearance and stuff? Well, I think in a way that almost helps her. I think that kind of plays into the character that she kind of is as a person because she mentions in the beginning when they're kind of showing her as a small child how she's, you know, she thought she was living a normal life. And now that, and she's realized that she's gotten older that she doesn't live this normal life. And so what we talked about last episode a lot was who we think their each person's companion is going to be. And I feel like we're going to see as this goes on that her and Tim are actually going to be a very great pairing. Do you agree, Katie? Um, I don't know because she did at the end there talk about how if they do let someone else stay with them, she's worried about the food portions and everything. And I think she also mentioned how she's worried about because she's the woman and I think she mentioned the other guy was a man that maybe she would be put to behind and, like, she wouldn't be involved in all the big decisions mm-hmm. or, like, they wouldn't take her seriously anymore since maybe he found someone better than her. Um, I don't know. So, yeah. But do you think yeah. that she would, despite that that apprehension, do you think that she would voice her opinion of being yeah, a leader? She, because I to me, she seems know. like she's a leader. dominant, yeah. I think so. I don't know. She said she would just get up and leave. Yeah. So that doesn't really seem like a leader to me, does it to you? In in a way, I can because we be, because and like we talked about last episode too is that it 
some people I just think are better off alone. I think I think she's one of those Chriselle's one of those people that she realizes that she's almost she doesn't she's strong enough that she doesn't need other people. And you know whether it's they're male or female, she's not going to let somebody hold her back. And while I don't think Tim is going to be the kind of person that holds her back, I could certainly see her going, yeah, well, I don't need these people. Like screw them. There's too many people. I can see her teaming up with Kinsey. Because they both are strong characters. Okay. And I can see them getting along really well and being like, F these people. Yeah. Um we don't need them. Let's go off on our own and But you don't think paradise. you don't think there'd be any conflict between two strong type A personalities like that? Because that's <laughs> what I see both going female. on. Female. Yeah. <laughs> I I honestly don't. They seem like they have kind of a similar personality and they seem like they will fit mesh well together, so I think they'll well. And getting back to the whole the whole female like interaction there, that was something that I didn't really see, that we still haven't seen from these first two episodes. I think yeah, yeah Kenzie and Chriselle have really the only been the two women that have uh, been featured heavily in these episodes, and we haven't seen any female interaction yet, which yeah. kind of confuses me a little bit. Do you, do you think that's intentional, or do you uh, think they're holding off on that? I don't know. I think um, it kind of seems like the other females are all solo right now, Mm -hmm. and they have yet to find people. So I think maybe they're just there's not a lot going on with them right now, like on the island. Yeah. Or yeah, maybe they are waiting to. I don't think it's intentional. I just think they just haven't met yet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, no, you don't. You don't think that the producers, because excuse me, it's obviously it's it's obvious that the, the producers are kind of pushing people towards each other. Like, uh, like we'll get into with with um, the group of three discovering or Richard and Robbie, and who's ended up not going and seeing Robbie. It it almost seems that in order to create that kind of drama, that they're pushing people to meet certain types of people. So I find it a little odd that there hasn't been that female connection yet, or why more people haven't connected with with the women on the show yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering too, man. I'm out here thinking the same thing as you, so... I did. We're, we're too much on point, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, we need to okay. start thinking about some different topics together. <laughs> I did think that was kind of weird how um, Chriselle and Tim met, because they were uh-huh. just randomly... She was searching in the water, and he just walked up. I felt like that was really yeah. planned. And then when... Sawyer and Angel met. I think that was also mm-hmm. kind of planned as well because that was really fast. Unless we didn't see a lot that happened prior to that. Yeah. Um, I think that was planned. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Tim and Chriselle did seem very casual when they met. They were both mm-hmm. just kind of like, oh, hi. Like, but felt- they weren't very excited, like, super excited, I feel yeah. like, as, um, as we've seen other people find people on the island. Yeah, that was another thing I wanted to touch on. It, it, very, it really didn't seem like they were excited to see each other. You know, whether it was because this wasn't actually the first time them meeting each other. Mm-hmm. What you got to see with, with Kenzie and Robbie was that it was a very quick embrace. I mean, the same thing with Sawyer and Angel. It, it makes me wonder if she's going to be that with everyone because what we got to see with this episode a lot of was the people who were going solo were really struggling that they weren't finding other people and it makes me think that if she goes off alone maybe she'll feel that same kind of way in the end at the end of the day yeah and then change her mind and actually realize that she does want that human connection she does like need to be with those other people yeah yeah, that'll definitely be that's definitely one of the storylines that I, I really want to stick around with the most with those two. But another group that we got to see in this episode was the group of Angel and Sawyer who eventually came to find Richard. And with these two, 
it, it, it's it, it's kind of weird because these all and the three groups that we've seen come together now. Mm-hmm. They almost seem like when they first meet each other that it's going to go really well, and then it just doesn't. Because for me, I thought I thought the Angel and Sawyer pairing was going to be I one of the MVP doing, pairings. Yeah, I thought they were doing really well together there for a while. Yeah, it's because it, Sawyer Sawyer very obviously is a person that succeeds in this kind of environment, you know, with his yeah. obstacle course background. Which I thought was very cool how they presented it, how he, they show him throwing the spear and, and in the on the island, and then it cuts back to him practicing for his obstacle course. I thought that was a really nice touch by the editors. Sawyer also seems very um, dominant, so mm-hmm. he might not when him and Chriselle meet. I don't know mm-hmm. if they're going to get along because he seems like he will take charge and want to be the dad or the big brother or whatever. Yeah, because that's the big conflict that I could see coming, was that Sawyer seemed like he was the kind of person that wanted to meet everyone. Yeah. You know, he wanted to find mm-hmm. as many people as possible. Yeah. Katie, do you think that, say, he finds a group of five people, does there ever become too big of a group where it just becomes a problem? Oh, man. I don't know. See, no. that's what I actually really liked about Sawyer is because he had, like, that energy and that positivity and just like I want to help as many people as I can and I thought that was really nice like I mm-hmm. really I really like vibed with that like I would want Sawyer on my side and I, I think if I was in that like situation like <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're, we're pro, we're pro Sawyer. Sawyer we're pro Sawyer here CJ we're all is that what we're getting you like him too okay. I honestly okay okay the and <laughs> but we're getting the somebody. and one here and but no I liked him I was like, this guy, this is me. I like him. He seems like he's a leader. He seems okay. awesome. I want to help people. Totally me. Um, so when we but, get hashtag CJ for season two, <laughs> this is what we're going to see. We're going to see a Sawyer 2.0. But, <laughs> he, oh no. But, get that trending. Get I that trending. Wait. I can't wait. He also seems like he could be pretty bossy and kind of a prick. Okay. Okay, yeah. And we'll, 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 we'll elaborate a little more. Yeah, what, do, what do you I see? More, I'm more on that. I, it's because he, the things that he was saying when he first met Angel, he was basically trying to take over and be the one who's like, I don't know, he was trying to be the big brother. Trying to be the Angel. leader. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I don't know, that it started off as kind of a nice guy, like just leading him. Yeah. But then it started getting kind of bossy. Okay. Okay. In a way, I can I can kind of get that, but at the same time, I I think because he realized that Angel, and obviously we know at the end of the episode that he ends up leaving, but mm-hmm. it, I think he because he kind of understood that Angel was maybe lacking there in in that kind of department. Yeah, because I think as soon as he they kind of met and like moved on to the next location that they found, that you know he I think he even mentioned how he saw it like on Angel's face, and he was like, I just don't know if he can do this. I don't know if he can hang out and he couldn't yeah no Sawyer let me tell you how I feel about Sawyer Sawyer is the type of guy when you're at the gym and you're doing a workout <laughs> some random guy just comes up to you and is like this is how you do it okay That's Sawyer why I don't need I that. Can see that just let me do my oh. own workout that's how I feel about Sawyer okay so do you think he's gonna start rubbing people the wrong way then I feel like he's, he's gonna the- meet some people who are also type A or mm-hmm. also want to be leaders and he's going to push them away because right. he's going to be bossy. He's like controlling yeah. a little bit. He wants to be the leader. He wants to be the controller. Yeah, even yeah. if he means to do it in a nice way, it's just mm-hmm. like I didn't ask for that. You don't have to take over my life. <laughs> yeah, and so we saw at the end of the episode that him and Richard are now this 
this duo, do you think then that him and Richard are going to do well? Because Richard seems to also be a kind of person that that thrives in this kind of scenario. Because now I see that, to me, I think they're the MVP group now. They're the strongest pairing of mm-hmm. the two of them. Do you think they're going to butt heads at all, CJ? Honestly, I really like Richard. Out of everyone. <laughs> okay. Of course. All right. Richard and Kinsey, they're my favorite <laughs> too. But what really made me like Richard is when he went and saved Angel when he was drowning yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. Very and admirable. He didn't even know that guy. He could have just said, oh, bye. But he went and saved him, so I thought that that was really cool. And he seems like the type of guy who, who will be able to go with the flow, even if he wants, even if he has a leadership type of personality. Mm-hmm. I feel like he can go with the flow and can deal with Sawyer just letting him be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I yeah. was like, I think I, I can agree with you on no, that. No, yeah, one. me there too. Go. Like, me a lot. Now go I me. like Richard. <laughs> but yeah, so a little talking a little bit more about Richard. Then they tease us a little bit with him going to meet with Robbie. Oh my god. And <laughs> because at this at this point, I'm just embracing it. I'm I'm Team Robbie. I'm upset. I'm Team Robbie. <laughs> I'm upset right now. Are you Drake? I'm upset. Hey, hey, nice, nice, nice. Um, No, I'm upset. Uh, Yeah, I feel like he just bailed on Robbie. Like, you know, he's been waving at him. It's been about a day and a half now. Robbie's, like, like, waiting on him. You can literally see each other from across the water. Mm, If I saw Robbie across across the way, I would just probably not. (laughs) Oh, ouch. That's cold. That's cold. Uh, That is cold. You can barely see him. He's probably like a little speck over there. But still, he was so over-enthused. I'd be like, this guy, leave. (laughs) I don't want to. Maybe I should just go to the other. I didn't see you. Stay over there. Let me do me. You do you. For me, it made me a little bit bit upset. This episode, because I mentioned in the beginning that... That he didn't go to Robbie. Yeah, because I... With these kind of shows, I really try to stay unbiased from the characters. But at this point, Robbie's grown on I me. I love Robbie so and much. And why? He's just such a nice guy, man. Come no, on. I feel no. like he's giving you lots he's got of a great, reasons. He's got a great story, but that's okay. But no, so he... You're going to learn to love him. No. We'll get Robbie, there. No. We'll get there. We'll get there. Just wait. Just wait. And that's where the show's <laughs> going. You'll see. Yeah. You'll see. But no, Robbie so it just gets me so emotional. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> emotional in two different ways. But oh, no. so Richard uh, seems like he's going to reach out to Robbie because he's on this small island. But mm-hmm. then he gets interrupted by Richard and Angel, and it doesn't. While it's good that he has Richard now, it doesn't resolve the problem that they're still on this super small island. Right. And so I think that they're going to end up moving and meeting with Robbie. That's I still got hope. I still got hope. I think he's going to meet up with Robbie and um, and Kenzie in the next episode. But it 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 almost oh, you just spoiled the end right there. Kenzie did come back. Everyone. Which oh, yeah. camera am I looking at? You, you at home? Kizzy came back. She's not a villain. Which we'll which we'll get into. Which we'll get into in a little bit. But yeah, I think that's going to be because we were talking a little bit about when it gets to be a big group if there's going to be a problem. So it and because Richard, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, found Kenzie's pack. Yes. And so it it, it almost seems necessary that they're going to meet up now. Mm-hmm. So do we sense a problem brewing with that group of four people? Is Didn't he use all of the stuff in her bag? Yes, She's probably that's, that's gonna what go off one. <laughs> if someone used all my stuff, I'd be like, first of all, we have a problem. I don't like you. <laughs> and Okay. Yeah. Okay, but you're on an island and if that's the only bag you have, aren't you gonna use the stuff that's inside? I mean 
that's not the point. <laughs> my You're just upset someone touched your stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. No, I, I think she would understand because she did the same kind of thing with Robbie's pack. I think she ate a lot of Robbie's food, I think. At least yeah. it seemed like it in the first episode. Yeah. But I see potentially an issue... I see potentially an issue with Richard or... Um, with Richard or Sawyer with Robbie. Yeah. Because while I think as we've seen now that Kenzie's more of an accepting person, especially with that last line she had where it's like, I had everything, but I didn't have Robbie. Oh, God. And which, yeah, there it was like, I don't even want to get into that right now. But <laughs> it it seems like Sawyer may not be the same kind of accepting person as Kenzie has turned out to be. So do we think that there's going to be an issue with them going down the line? No. With, no? Um, with Sawyer and Richard and Robbie? Yeah, or one of them. No. One of them with Robbie. Sawyer, he doesn't seem like he's going to like cause any problems with Robbie. He doesn't seem like he's going to care that Robbie's lazy. Um, <laughs> no shade. Lazy, he works at his own pace. Thank you very much. That's the key. That's but, the key, at his own pace. But no, Sawyer <laughs> seems like a nice guy. With, even with when he was with Angel, he was taking care of him. He got him food. And I feel like he'll do the same. He will. I feel like he'll like Robbie because he can take care of him. Okay. So I think that too. Yeah, I think that it's not gonna be that big of an issue for sure. Like I think they're all just gonna get along. I think Sora's just gonna be happy. He found more people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But also, if you throw Kenzie in the mix, she could turn the two against Robbie and be like, "We gotta go. I found this great tropical place." Let's leave Robbie. Ooh, I didn't, a, I didn't think about fish. that. He ate the fish he that ate I cooked. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I told that. him to save the food, but he didn't. Also, the other thing, with at the beginning of the episode, I thought this scene was hilarious when he was talking about how he goes to fast food places all the time, mm-hmm. and it was just a montage of him ordering food after food after food, and he was trying to cut into the coconut. coconut. <laughs> I was dying laughing. Which I gotta say is a side note too. It's just something that we haven't really talked about on this show. The the editing and the way that the show's per, like packaged together mm-hmm. is fantastic. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I think it kind of lends to this whole documentary esque style of this show. Like, props to the editors and the producers of the show because like you guys are blowing me away with this production value right now. I mean, like multiple times because <laughs> I think one of the more powerful moments of this episode for me too was when Robbie was talking about getting left by Kenzie in the beginning mm-hmm. and he's it shows him this ang- this anger this struggle we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get <laughs> to you this this angle and this struggle and then afterwards he just shows him angrily chopping that tree like right. they yeah, props props to the editors cuz that's that's Eric? really good Eric yeah, yeah. We'll, I was like we'll, we'll we'll move into that now we're going to talk about the the solo people the people who are on their own cuz we oh, got yeah. to see Eric and I Eric was somebody solo one. Well, because there, there are other people at this point that are oh, still yeah, solo, yeah. but he was the one that we got to see the most of. Mm-hmm. And Eric, for me, was a person that I thought was going to see thrive no matter what situation he was in, but it's kind of proving that he's not becoming that kind of person. Are you yeah, surprised? I honestly was, too, because he was like this this Marine, right? Uh, Navy. Navy, sorry. Um, two different vets, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, Navy, and I don't know, you think that he would be able to survive very well, but I think his mental game is definitely... Mm-hmm driving him a little insane. I mean, as we saw, he was carving names into the <laughs> objects around him just so he could have a name to talk to. Yeah. And I think that's that like... me of the last man on Earth. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I don't know. I think that's when you know. And it's only been a couple days, right? Yeah, so, I think... Well, because I think at the end of the episode, there was only... We got to the end of day four. Oh, yeah. So it seems yeah. like he's already going crazy. Yeah, he's not... He's not How is he going... Long. Just because he carves names into 
uh, boat. I don't know, man. If you see someone <laughs> on the side of the stick. road talking to an inanimate object, are you not like that guy's a little crazy? <laughs> if you Thank are God. on a stranded island by yourself, who else are you going to talk to? Well, he knows there's other people yeah. out there. But what's wrong with naming his boat gorgeous? What's wrong with I'm naming his and spear? spear um, Shetty. <laughs> Let's get I the mean, list of characters. We got we got four new characters in this episode right? now. Just, what, just what for Eric. Why does that make him not a contender in being a survivor? Or no, because I definitely I definitely think that he will be able to thrive in the end. Yeah. Like I don't think he's gonna quit. It's just at this point it seems like he's Kind of struggling with the loneliness, not the mm-hmm. not the surviving fact of it, and I and that's what this show kind of seems like it's about. It's not so much about the survival part of it; it's the mental can you survive? Game. Yeah, the mental game, the loneliness. Mm-hmm. And he seems to be kind of a person that isn't doing very well in the loneliness category. And neither are the rest of the characters that they kind of teased a little bit because we got to see Robbie. there was a very funny shot. Well, yeah, Robbie, <laughs> and we got to see a very funny shot. Well, at least I thought it was kind of comedic of Terry laying down in the sand. <laughs> Wait, is that the older lady? Yes. Yeah. 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 Was and she was humming. Yeah, it seems it seems like the, the solo people are struggling very hard, and that's not something that I expected, because I would like to think that I'm the kind of person that I could be able to be alone by myself for a little while and be able to survive, but none of these people seem to be doing very well. Are, mm-hmm. are, is, that, is that a shock to anybody else? No, I feel like that was just the editing. Okay. I don't think, I don't think they were that... Um, alone, or mm-hmm. that they felt that alone, or anything. I just felt the way that the production edited it, the video made it seem. We like didn't that. see everything yeah. that was going on because mm-hmm. all you okay. saw was cut to Terry sleeping in a pile of sand. <laughs> cut to the other person um, fiddling with their thumbs. Yeah, like that's all you saw. You d- you don't know the whole other side of the thing. So yeah, we got yeah, to true. we missed a lot of entertainment. But speaking of entertainment. There, you you can't miss entertainment with AfterBuzz TV, and we've got we've got a little uh, note for you today. All right, <laughs> hey Abzer Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be, because they are optional, guys. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel, and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments, and of course, we'll thank you on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Yeah, thanks so thanks so much, guys. You guys are the best. We got some good fans already. Yes, Keep telling do. your friends, not just about this show, about our other shows. This whole network's great. Bound to find something else you'll love. But moving on to our next topic, we got to talk about Robbie and Kenzie. Yes. In the, we didn't see it's a whole lot of them, but one of the things that we touched on in our first after show was we wanted to see if Kenzie would be this season's villain. And it's funny because we found Kenzie on Instagram actually acknowledged this. Yeah, she did. Which we're going to pull that up right now. It she she acknowledges the fact that people seem to be calling her a villain and she kind of takes it in stride. Uh she shows a little article on her Instagram yes, account. Kenzie. 
Yeah, where she <laughs> where she acknowledges where she acknowledges or the article acknowledges that she leaves and then she shows some Instagram comments and there are some nasty Instagram comments. Like on the fourth the fourth picture she has on this um, on this uh, collage of sorts, it's some really mean stuff. And I I didn't really expect fans to be so rabid to her the show. Right. I mean, people are vicious out there on the internet, man. All those fans who are commenting negative things like on her Instagram are people like you guys who are team Robbie. First of all, oh, so no. people like me I don't are... negatively <laughs> attack Kenzie. I'm not out here trolling on her. I mean, I don't know. You might have a bunch of different accounts. <laughs> no, we've got, we've got, we got After Buzz TV burner accounts. <laughs> and we're confirming that here. But no, Kenzie isn't a villain. I don't think she is. You guys obviously thought she was. She didn't even abandon I did, Robbie. I did think, well, she thought about it. So, mm-hmm. But did she do it? No. no. Exactly. And it surprised me. Honestly, it surprised me. Kenzie pulled through, and I was actually really shocked about it. I thought she was a goner. Kenzie, I'm your number one fan. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, CJ did call it, I guess. I I knew that she was going to come back. I did not think that she would abandon. But even even if she did abandon him... You still would have loved her. I still would have loved her. I would have understood. I would have been like, Kenzie, same. (laughs) Same." You're just anything pro-Kenzie at this point, I think. I'm just saying, Kenzie's awesome. (laughs) What about you, Michael? Hey, man, we... You like what you like. I, I, I'm. I liked that she's not a villain. I, I really didn't want her to be a villain. I mean, because she seems like a very nice person, yeah. and you know, I mean, she, she's gone out. She's got this career now. It, it she's trying to make it work. At, I don't. I don't want there really to be a villain in this show. It almost. I it, do. You, you <laughs> do. They'll make it Why? boring. They'll make it boring if there's no villain, because there has to be someone to stir the pot. All right. So who's th- the next villain? Then what do you mean? There's no there there's was, no villain Kinsey right now. Wasn't a villain. She was sort there's of no a villain, villain right for now. a half a second. No, she. <laughs> I feel like the villain could be. Chriselle. Chriselle. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. All right. Chriselle. I feel like she will be a villain, or oh, there's my water. <laughs> um, either Chriselle or someone we haven't seen yet. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, interesting too that the two. So then you're now suggesting that. If Chriselle's the next villain, that means the two female not the characters... Next. Not the next. The not, only. The only. <laughs> oh. Okay. That'd be interesting, because then that'd be the two... Only, the only two females that we've really seen a lot from on this show have kind of been the potential villains. No. Which will be something you to know. Said, you said that uh, Kinsey was the villain. No one else said that. So the I only... I kind of I've agreed only, with Michael, though. No, because it, it, it makes sense. In the first episode, she, she I did. Really made it, she really made it seem that way. Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously I'm not, like, somebody who's going and, you know, trolling her on Instagram. But it, I can see where it's going. you got to create that drama. And But, like I said, I don't really think the show needs a villain. And I'm kind of glad that they made her... That she had this kind of redemption arc. Because even though we didn't really see her like go and leave and where she found all these all these items yeah. which I kind of wish we would have seen yeah what's this palace that she was talking about I, I think we're going to see that in the next episode potentially but back to what you were saying there needs to be a villain did you do you not remember in elementary school they were like there has to be a protagonist and an antagonist sure. to make a story yeah if there's just a protagonist I'm not reading that I'm not watching that I want to see some I want to see some, some drama. drama. I want okay. to see some fights. Want some I want to see Robbie getting fight. thrown into the wall. We need some keeping up with the Kardashians <laughs> drama right here. Oh, Let's get it. Oh, Let's get boy. it. I want to see someone 
<laughs> I was gonna say I want to see someone burn. We want to see some arguments. <laughs> we want to see some arguments. We want to see some fights. That's some okay. Dark, dark stuff. Well, and and honestly, I think if it's going to happen, it's going to happen naturally because, I, I, again, we don't know exactly how long it is, uh, how long they're on there. Based on from what I've seen on some of the Castaway social media, it seems that they were out there for at least a month, yeah. at least a month, maybe two. Well, so. So we've got, I mean, and there's, I think, 10 episodes left of the season. So there's definitely a lot of uh, time to see this, and we'll see. But I, I think it's kind of proven now that Kenzie's not going to be the villain of the season. Yeah. But she on the not. flip side, on the flip side of this, on the flip side of the Kenzie relationship, we have Robbie, our fave Robbie. Our fave. Our, our fave. <laughs> not <and> Michael's fave. <laughs> no, no, no. no so on the bottom fave. of the list. But, but, but besides all that... I think the show, this episode, once again, proved that he's the main character of the show. Mm-hmm. We got to see a lot more backstory from him. Um, we got to see him meeting his biological father, um, which probably was the most impactful moment of the episode. I don't know about you guys. I honestly can see how Robbie became the way he is through all of his backstory. Oh, of yeah. Yeah, because... No wonder he has a fear of being alone because he was abandoned as a kid mm-hmm. He was because he was adopted... Um, so, yeah, I can see exactly how he became the way he is. Not saying that's going to make me like him, but <laughs> <laughs> I can see how he became the man he is today. Yeah. Did this episode make you like Robbie more? Or? Oh, God, yeah. And CJ's going to hate me for it, but I love Robbie even more than I did last episode. Um, yeah, I think the the backstory really opened up some, you know, some, and they pulled on some heartstrings, oh, yeah. I think. Opened our eyes a little bit more, pulled on some heartstrings. And, uh, I mean, I'm glad I got to see that side of Robbie and really, like, talk to his biological father and mm-hmm. get that squashed and everything so he could come on the show and deal with even those other inner demons that he's dealing with. Yeah, because it seems that each episode it's kind of piling on more of these demons that he has in his life. And I think the most interesting thing that I found about this episode with him is a line that he had where he was talking about his biological father and he mentioned that... You know, people were saying that his biological father was on drugs or had a problem with substance abuse. And he said, then something about me has to not be good along those lines. And and that was like, and that line struck deep, struck deep. And it seems to be that his, his bad quote unquote is his, his eating problem. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just that this, this episode just made me yeah. like him more, but we're, we're going to see, I think we're going to see with him. That, Are these predictions? It, no, no, we'll, no. We'll, we'll get we'll get into more predictions, but I think we'll see as the season goes on because I think at this point his backstory has been laid out. Yes. I don't really think there's going to be more. Right, um, what more could there be? I think to Robbie, I think maybe. I mean, I know I'm ready for yeah. starting to see more backstory. Like I was really interested in Chriselle, so like I'm really excited to dive into other people. Mm-hmm. Who are you most excited to see? Who am I most excited to see get story. dove in more? Yeah. The other four people who we've never seen before. <laughs> no, well, them, them, but I think of the characters that we've seen in this episode, I want to see more of Eric. Yeah. And not just not just because of his personality, but this arc, because it almost kind of seems that he's going to be this lonely person. And I want to see if someone is able to crack, because we got to see, at this point, we got to see our first person crack with mm-hmm. Angel. And can we talk about that now? Yeah, let's, let's, I was like, let's get into that because I was not expecting Angel to be the first person to quit. Angel went home. I was like, what? 
<laughs> well, no, you, your jaw dropped. I'm when like, it, John did but, drop. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention when it happened. I was like, wait, what's happening? What's so you ha- looked at me. <laughs> yeah, I looked at you. Like, it, was, it was very abrupt. And I think that's what they were, they were trying to present it that way because it was such an abrupt thing. And mm-hmm. But I think the most impactful thing about that whole segment was that in the end it says, I like, I quit. And there's a very big there's a very big difference between quitting and being forced to leave, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And so, what I want to know, CJ, because I know you've probably got it, probably got a good one on this one, <laughs> is Angel a quitter? Yes, he said I quit. That is a quitter. I know, but should <laughs> should we criticize him for that? Yes, he, for being he, a quitter. He literally made it. I think today too. Mm-hmm. And just what's the point of applying for the show if you? can't stay at least a week but did you not think because of his his backstory and his family that that played a role into it honestly no i did not i think angel is a quitter he could have stayed longer he made it two days he couldn't even um when him and sawyer met up Mm. he couldn't even catch food he was just sitting there pouting like a little kid and i don't yeah, I just, I don't think he was <laughs> mentally prepared for it. Yeah. I, I honestly thought from his background that because, um, you know, he did move from Honduras and he's this life with his mom out in L.A. And, and I know it's hard um, and to hear all the horror stories that are going on back home with his other, like, other side of his family. Um, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I really thought he had that mental game yeah, going. Yeah, that make him, like... Push, yeah, and so push. I was a little bit shocked to see him just kind of give up and be like, well, I need to focus on my brother. And Yeah, that's why I'm conflicted. Because on shows like Survivor or in Big Brother, I hate when people quit. I love Right, like, yeah, you never want to see anyone quit. Yeah, it's well, and it's just it's frustrating as a viewer who loves the game or loves the experience to see people willingly quit something. But when I take it into this kind of situation because it's so... Real re, rooted in real life, I can kind of give him a pass on this one. Why? Because I, I can kind of put myself in his shoes. I can be a little empathetic. Like, if I ever got a picture from one of my family members covered in blood on a bed, I, I would probably be going back there or doing whatever I could to be there with him. And But that's why I'm kind of conflicted, because if you know that in your mind, why are you coming on this exactly. show? Exactly. Why and did you come? I don't think I'm going to get, well, because at this point he's not on any of the rest of the episodes. I don't think I'm going to get that closure. But for me, I'm very conflicted. I'm kind of more on the side of empathy with him because he comes from such a terrible background. Yeah. But the quitting aspect and the fact that they presented him as a quitter, it almost kind of seems like they don't want you to feel empathetic for him in a way. Yeah, and it, it will. I feel like you know he hasn't really gone through anything that mentally or physically tough yeah. besides that swimming thing. But then Richard came and saved him, so I I thought that like you know he should be feeling good about himself. He found more people. Like yeah. they're probably going to go on to find even more people. Like two more, like two guys who actually know what they're doing and like and have survival skills. Like you think he would be excited, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like I felt like he just felt that he didn't belong and that he didn't bring anything to the table and he's like why am I here when I probably could be helping my family I get that but yeah. I don't know still I think I think he should have stuck it out it's hard it's hard I'm definitely conflicted but we're gonna we're gonna move on now to our last segment of the show we're gonna talk about we're gonna go into predictions and this is this is an interesting one for me this is an interesting one for me what? 
that surprises me every time. No, I knew it was coming. I knew it. <laughs> He's prepared. He's got it. He's got, I got it. it. <laughs> but so next next week's episode is called Only the Lonely. Wait, how do you know that? It's online, man. Oh. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta get that research. It's the 21st century. We got you. We uh, mind you. Next week's episode is called Only the Lonely. CJ, what do you what what do you think is gonna happen next week based on that title? Only the lonely. It's about Robbie because he's only the lonely. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I was trying to dog Robbie. I don't know. I was, going I was like, that, I, was, but... I was like, that was a little bit of a dig. Anybody that was that was a reach. That was a reach. Anyway. But you, you know, take it away. All right, well, I mean, I think obviously we're going to see more of Eric. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited because my gut feeling has him meeting someone. But I still think we're going to see him in that mental struggle yeah. for a while until he does finally meet somebody. And then we're going to be like, oh, like he's gonna be like the gates of heaven open up. Yeah. And like I finally found human contact. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Michael? Yeah, I mean, I'm interpreting this this title literally so I think next week's episode is only going to be about the people that are alone and I think this is when we're finally going to get introduced to those four characters Mm -hmm. because the four characters that we haven't met yet they all have extremely compelling stories Um, because they they got teased in the first episode but we still haven't heard from them in this episode so I think this next week's episode we're going to see only the people that are by themselves but with that being said I don't think any of them are going to meet up with each other you don't. No, because I think because like like you mentioned earlier, CJ, the drama. I think there's drama in people not meeting up with each other because you're not battling against someone else. You're battling with yourself. Right. That's not fun though. I want to see drama between two people. Oh, see, I love that man. The psychological <laughs> stuff. You like That's what... watching people go crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I watch big. I watch Big Brother, so I like watching people go crazy in a situation. You like to watch them have a meltdown. Ex- exactly. Yeah. That's what I live for. No. That's what about no... you? you? You're not waiting for a meltdown That's no too. No fun. I want to see two people duke it out. Yeah. And... You want the physical contact? Well, no, 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 not physical. Uh, I'm just saying the head, like, the head stuff. Yeah, I want to see two people argue. Character A versus character B. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's fair. But with that being said, this is unfortunately all the time we've got for today on our AfterBuzz TV after show. But we'll be here again next week. Same time slot, same day. Hopefully we'll have a full panel this time. Uh, but for now, be sure to leave comments down below. Let us let let us know what you think. I want to talk to people about the show besides these two because yeah. these two are great. But I want to hear everyone else's thoughts as well. Uh, you can either do that in the comments or you can follow me, Michael Patterson, on Twitter at MikePatNews. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-T-T-N-E-W-S. For the rest of my lovely panel, where can we find you on social media? Hey guys, I'm Katie Walski, and you can find me on all my social media at katiewalski underscore. And I am CJ Walker. You can find me everywhere at ICJWalker, even YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, once again, thanks, guys, for joining us on another episode of AfterBuzz TV Castaways After Show. We'll see you all next week. (laughs) Bye, everybody. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 